Welcome to Preparedness Thoughts with John Stephenson. John understands the importance of being prepared. Through rain, rocks, and snow, he has seen it all and survived. He has seen major disasters like Mount St. Helens and how vehicles were stopped in the street from the volcanic ash. Earthquakes, too, including the Loma Prieta earthquake, which felt like it wouldn't stop shaking. People were without electricity and could not hardly buy groceries or gasoline. The homeless lit bonfires in the streets. The Bay Bridge and other freeways were broken. God only knows what will be next. Welcome to Preparedness Thoughts by John Stephenson. We invite Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit to guide us as we examine how our preparations can be used to preserve the life of ourselves, our family, and others. Science and technology are progressing very rapidly. We really do not know in what direction our lifestyles will move into. There are scientists and futurists who propose our future will be better and better and some others who advocate the principle that we must live simply, and to do that we will not negatively impact our earth. It's a contrast. Anyway, certain futurists are saying, in just a few decades, technology and science will allow us to replace every one of our body parts and transfer our thoughts and memories into a synthetic computer brain memory. Well, in contrast to that, there are those who say our lifestyle must not impact our air and our water, so we must live in harmony with the earth, which strongly implies that automobiles and fossil fuels will not be allowed, and that we must grow our own food, each one of us. Well, this is quite a contrast. Yeah, both sides are serious about what they think our future should hold. As an example, we can look at those who want to contain and control humanity in accordance with the principle of, of containing and controlling. There's some very large carved stones in Georgia called the Georgia Guidestones. Some are calling these the occult New World Order response to the Ten Commandments. And if you have an interest in them, you can look them up I don't want to promote these ideas. I just want to point out that there is an established force out there which opposes Christianity and wants the people to live in a certain way. And that is control in one way or another. One idea in these Georgia Guidestones is that the world population is to be maintained at the level of 500 million. Huh. Well, that's one of their commandment points. And if that were to be, well, a whole lot of Earth's population would have to die. Unimaginable. Now, every person can think of these things and find an answer for themselves and how to consider what this all means. But I do want you to also consider that there is an enemy of your heart and your mind and your body. And this enemy is embed embodied in, in Satan. That's what Satan, he is our enemy, enemy of mankind. And in whom this embodiment is so great that once you realize this kind of evil, why, I think it will drive you to God. Because God is good. God is love. And that is really what we want to have in our life. So I just want to remind you to seek the God of the Bible with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and with all of your soul. And as always, I remind you that here on episode 29 that I want you to start your preparations now before there is an urgent need, and what you want is hard to find. Remember to give thanks to God for the blessings that you do have. Your letters with questions or donations are important. John Stephenson, P.O. Box 7222, 
Chico, California, 95927. Email prepareforgod at usa.com or call 628-7222. Thank you for listening to Preparedness Thoughts on KKXX. I save your God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. Settle up your Welcome to Red Sky Radio with Rob Walter. This is the program that proclaims liberty to the captives of our beloved nation, where truth trumps political correctness, where the uncompromised word of God exposes the works of darkness and sets free those held hostage behind the iron curtain of a shamelessly biased media. For God has called us to stand for truth, and having done all to stand, we will stand. It's time to fight the good fight of faith to preserve our country, our families, fortunes, and sacred honor to protect our property, our schools, and yes, maybe even salvage some of our churches. America, we have a trail to blaze. It's time to saddle up. It's time to ride. Now, here is your host of Red Sky Radio, Rob Walter. Well, hello, America, and welcome to Red Sky Radio and the Red Sky Radio Ranch where we ride hard for the brand, the brand of Jesus Christ. God bless you all. Boy, I got a packed program today. We got to get rolling right away. But before we get launched, let me tell you, if you have a comment, criticism, compliment, those are accepted as well. You can reach me, info at redskyradio.net, info at redskyradio.net, where you can also pick up the three most recent programs. You can go on the website at redskyradio.net where this program and the previous two programs will be posted and maybe a small archive. We're not maintaining the size archive we used to, but we do have uh, the more recent ones. So feel free to go back into our vault, so to speak, and uh, enjoy yourself. Okay, this is, as I promised, I try to start this program with good news. I do my best to end it with good news. In between, it's an e-ticket ride. I make no promises other than put on your seatbelt, your shoulder harness, hang on, because we cover things that no other program covers. I guarantee you. We are not trying to be politically incorrect. We're just trying to be truthful. That's right, because the world is filled increasingly so, uh, those on the left, with truthophobes. They can't handle the truth. They just can't handle it. They can't handle other people having an opinion. Like the gal who uh, in Sacramento the other day, uh, a student was making a, Mer- uh, a student was wearing a Make America Great Again hat, a mega hat, and uh, she ripped it off from him, says he doesn't have a right to do that because, it's a, he, because Trump is racist. It's a racist statement. This gal's a white woman, white gal, 17 years old. He says he's racist and blah, 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 the usual leftist crapola. And she ripped it off him and did something else. Now she may be charged with battery, which she should. She's claiming she shouldn't be because her ripping his hat off was a political statement. So are you telling me that if you kicked her in the teeth because she's stupid and she's on the left and and, and she is making stupidity popular and um, what's the word here? Um, Does not celebrate diversity, does not celebrate inclusivity. Uh, that that kicking her or something would be a political statement. This is the left. So you say, well, what's the good news about this? Well, the good news is that the left will finish themselves off. And last week we did the godless left. That was the name of the program. And this is a little bit of an extension, but I'm going to spend the mo- most of the time today later on, and don't go away, dealing with this issue with a pope. That's right. Pope, Urban Meyer, and Joe Paterno. Okay, those are three names. um, Let me see. Those are three names football-loving Catholics would know, right? (laughs) Actually, the three names anybody should know. But anyway, 
Uh, we're going to cover that. And uh, these are the things that the mainstream media, I don't care if it's on the left or the right, are not saying, not doing, not covering. They have not analyzed. You don't want to miss that. But our piece of good news today here is that I believe Arizona and Nevada have found the problem with illegal immigration. Um, the question might be, how do you remove illegally uh, people who are here illegally? How do you remove them from your state without any laws being passed, without any lawsuits being filed, with or without Donald Trump, and with or without a border wall? How do you deal with illegals that are here uh, without doing any of those things, without lifting a finger or spending a dime? You can tip your hat to California. Gavin Newsom, the leftist pretty boy who thinks all he's got to do is get his hair groomed right and smile a lot and he wins. And you know what? He does just because of that. Sort of reminds me of the, um, uh, of the nation of Israel back when Saul was king. They didn't really care about his politics, his beliefs, his religion, his faith, or lack thereof. They just wanted somebody who was tall, dark, and handsome. They got what they like. They got Pretty Boy up there, and uh, that's what Gavin Newsom is. But he's also evil. He's wicked, and he's in love with himself, a narcissist. He's also, he's also harassed women and so forth. But if you're on the left, that doesn't really matter because they're fine with lies and, and behavior that comes from a person if that person is in line with their leftist thinking. And ideology. So why and how do you get rid of illegals from your state without any laws, without any lawsuits, with or without Trump and with or without a border wall? Let Gavin Newsom become governor in California because this is what he has promised. He made it a campaign promise this week that all illegal immigrants in California, when he's elected, every single one of them, will have free, unlimited health care. Yeah, you heard me right. Free, unlimited health care for all illegals in California. So why would an illegal stay in Arizona? Go to California, get bigger food stamp checks, blah, 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 free health care. Gosh, Shangri-La, Nirvana, end of the world, heaven on earth to the illegals. Uh, they're gonna, in fact, they're probably going to be leaving New Mexico and Utah and some other states and let them all cram and slam into California, let it go from 40 to 60 million people. And let Gavin Newsom just, uh, you know what, uh, what's what I would love would be to see a, a tent city of illegals right around Gavin's house. But then watch him come out with his armed guards and his entourage as he goes around um, uh, grandstanding in front of the, all the Californians claiming to sort of be their savior, if you will. Remember, this is a guy who declared queer marriage legal when it wasn't in California. You think the law is a restraint or a constraint upon him? No, 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 not, not this guy. So there's your good news, Arizona. There's your good news, Nevada. You, we may be on the verge of dealing with the illegal immigrant problem without spending a dime, without lifting a finger, and that goes for the other states because they're going to all go to California for free health care. California, you deserve it. Well, you know what? This is really amazing. You know, I've lived there for 25 years. I just escaped recently. But the gross stupidity that comes from a leftist legislature Okay, so uh, the other day, the city of Los Angeles decides to rename the famed Rodeo Road, Rodeo Boulevard. It's, uh, it's no longer going to be Rodeo. No, 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 no. It's now going to be Obama Boulevard. Well, that really uh, caused the prices to collapse, won't it? Uh, I can't imagine. Oh, let's go down and shop at Obama Boulevard. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe they got some... F- three-for-one sales down on what used to be Rodeo Boulevard because it's no creme de la creme anymore. I mean, goodness sakes. I tell you, how, how stupid can the people in L.A. be? And then you go back to the legislature, who uh, Jerry Brown just signs a bail reform bill. So you get arrested for shoplifting. Uh, you get arrested for, I don't know, any one of a number of things, anything other than a particularly violent crime. 
something involved where somebody actually really got hurt, you shot and killed somebody, or you beat up your wife or your husband, something like that, you got to get out of jail free card now in California. There's no bail. As of October of 2019, for most crimes, you get to just walk. You, there's not, they, the reasoning behind this, well, I'm sorry, I misstated. There is no reasoning behind this. But the leftist thought process, which does not reflect any critical thinking skills, in fact, it's, just, it's critical that they don't think, is this. We have people come in here for one crime, and it's no big deal to post bail for the rich guy, but it's a big deal or to, to get a bond for the small guy. So it's all based on equality that somehow there needs to be absolute equality in the affordability of a bond among criminals. That's their thought. Do they give any wits worth of thought about the fact that somebody for whom there is no bond required who just gets arrested and then they walk, do you think they're going to return? Do you think they're going to come back for their their arraignment or anything of that sort? Look, they, they, and there, there's no rules in place for tracking them. They say, well, we could put little tracking devices on. Well, fine. Just track them all the way back to San Felipe or someplace or wherever the heck they would go or go to St. George, Utah, wherever they leave the state. There's no... This is so incredibly, ridiculously stupid. They want to have equality, supposed equality among criminals to such an extent that they're ready to let a whole bunch of them walk without ever having to post bond, and they will walk away, but they won't walk back. It's as stupid as the $970 law. That's right, all these crimes that would have been low-grade felonies, but they're just now misdemeanors if you steal something that's, or, or things that are worth totally less than $970. It's a misdemeanor. It's a traffic ticket in California. So what do you have? Crime is rampant. It's up 12% in one year. But do they report that? No, they say, well, we've reduced the overcrowding. Well, hey, yeah, you have reduced the overcrowding because you're not arresting anybody. Everything is becoming legal no matter how bad it is. So you got criminals that take their smartphone into a store in L.A., San Diego. It doesn't really matter anywhere in the state. They, get the, they go to the settings app, if you will, on their smartphone, the calculator thing. They start their, their petty theft going around the store, totaling up the items that they're going to steal, and then they stop when they get short or they start to near $970. And they leave the store because if they get, if they don't get caught, no, they got nine hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff at the expense of the honest paying shopper. If they do get caught, it's a misdemeanor. It's a parking ticket. It's like going to traffic school. So crime is rampant. Petty theft is rampant because you can't do anything meaningfully about it. So now let's just add no bail. This is how stupid, how stuck on stupid, the Democrats are in California that run the legislature. Yeah, I got I took some heat a while back because I called them Democrats. I and because I'd made the statement that if either of my children became Democrats and actually started to espouse the things that Democrats espouse, I would remove them from my will. I would. I think it would be a poor use of funds and God would not bless my lack of stewardship by putting money into the hands of somebody who would support abortion, homosexual marriage. You go right on to the stripping us of our Second Amendment rights. Why would I do that? See, you know, there's a passage in Scripture that says God is no respecter of persons. It means he doesn't respect one person more than another. He's actually an equal opportunity God. That should scare some of us. It really should. He doesn't play favorites. And and there's a passage that says that the faithful servant will share in in the inheritance of a wicked son. Now, thank God that my children are on fire for God. I don't see that ever happening. But I will tell you, I would change my will if they became a Democrat. People say, you can't do that, and you're picking on Democrats. Look, I will tell you why. And they, and they, they got on me because I call them Democrats. Well, 
Tell me one righteous thing that comes out of the Democrat Party. Go to any city, any city in the United States run by Democrats. You've got failing schools, rampant crime, all sorts of evil that oozes out of those cities. Go to a city that actually has some righteous people in, in positions of power, and you've got a fairly decent city like Chattanooga, Tennessee, like Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. Go to states that are run by Democrats, and what do you have? High crime, unless they make crimes no longer crimes like California. High taxes, high regulations, everything that's bad shows up on the Democrats. We'll be right back. Rob Waller. Hi, this is Rob Waller, and I want you to know that we have officially moved our real estate services to Arizona. We focus on helping people with the sale or purchase of their commercial or an investment real estate. And in addition, I bring 30 years of my California legal and tax experience to the table to help support those new clients with the intricacies of buying and selling of their commercial and investment real estate. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. You will not find us on Facebook. No, not now, not ever. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. We are back. This is Rob Walter, the Red Sky Radio. I was mentioning before the break, because I've taken some criticism for blasting all Democrats. Well, I want to tell you, there's a couple of things here you need to know. At a younger age, I ran for the House of Representatives in Michigan as a Democrat. Yes, I did. And in the course of that election, I actually became a Christian, and it totally changed my view of everything, absolutely everything. But I was a Democrat running for the House of Representatives in Michigan. Now, I was in my 20s at the time, and I was probably probably what Winston Churchill described, uh, which I referenced, I think, a couple of weeks ago on this program. If you're in your 20s and you're not a liberal, you don't have a heart. And if you are 40 and you aren't a conservative, you have no brains. And I think there's a, a, there's a lot of truth in Winston's comment. And so I'm not one that has just been uh, on the right my whole life by by no means. I was probably a middle-of-the-road Democrat, so to speak. But that was back in the day when the biggest differences were whether you were pro-union, anti-union, pro-business. I mean, those were the differences, not whether we should be slaughtering kids in the womb or not, neither whether we should be uh, doing things which God calls uh, an abomination sexually. Goodness sakes. Now, those things were those weren't issues back then. But you see, the, 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 the Democrats have just gone left and people have gotten on me for putting them all in one basket. I put them all in one basket because they belong in all, all in one basket. I really don't know how you can be a Democrat without embracing those things which the Democrat Party stands for, which is virtually nothing moral. Nothing. They're not into. They say, "Well, we're gonna. We did. We should give money to the poor." Didn't Jesus say to give money to the poor? Yeah, he did, but he's told that to individuals. He didn't say tell the government to do that. You know, it goes on to say, "God loves a cheerful giver, one who's happy in helping people, not whom somebody like Bill Clinton said uh, you need to make your contributions to the government." Look, I'm not against taxes. But it's uh, but Democrats love giving away other people's money. It's how they buy their votes. They promise stuff on the back of a taxpayer. You see, Democrats would have no life without Republicans and hardworking conservatives because somebody's got to be working. Somebody's got to pay the taxes. Somebody's got to fill their coffers so that they can give it away and buy votes and free cell phones and all the other crapola that went on in the last couple of elections under Obama. Well... How did it come about? A long time ago, there was a people group who were not particularly intelligent, and they were known as Democrats. And they intermingled, sort of like the Hatfields and McCoys, with the people who were particularly evil, 
called Democrats, and that's how you got in between the Democrat Party. Obviously, this is tongue-in-cheek that would describe things accurately now. It does not describe things accurately if you go back to the days of JFK. Who would be a Republican today? If you went back to Mr. Hubert, pleased as punch, Humphrey from Minnesota, who lost in what was that, 19, I don't know, 60, kind of trying to think when it was. He lost 1968, I think it was. Any case, um, he wouldn't be a Democrat today. He's from the Farmer Labor Party in Minnesota. They would not, those positions from then would not be Democrats today. The Democrats apparently stand for overthrowing everything that they don't like, shutting down conservative talk. They love Facebook and Google because they stick stiff it to conservatives. They apparently are fully supportive of the execution of 62 innocent unborn human beings in the womb. They're fine with every single debauchery that both Judaism, Islam, and Christianity all condemn as being abominable. You know what? Here's the deal. If you don't know how to how to vote about something, if you don't know what position to take on something, find a Democrat and ask him and then just do the exact opposite. There's a greater probability you're going to come out right. Now you say, goodness sakes, you hate Democrats. No, I don't hate Democrats. I got friends. I have good friends that are Democrats. They are very good friends. They're just lost. They're just ignorant. Some of them are stupid, and some of them are immoral, and those things are not mutually exclusive. But it doesn't mean I hate them. It doesn't mean I dislike them in any way, shape, or form. I just think they're nutsoid. I think they're, they're bonkers. But it doesn't mean I don't like them. And I still try to talk common sense to them. They're always talking about common sense this, common sense that. But you know what? I have never lost a debate to a leftist. And the reason is easy. I mean, when I say debate, I mean a conversation. You can't, if you are reasonably well-informed, you will not lose to a left-winger. And the reason is the left-winger has no skill or particularly no practice in defending his or her positions. Why? Because they don't have to. I mean, it's like thinking, I'm, I'm going to be the he-man of the world and never go work out. Well, they never work out their brain because they got academia behind them. They got most of government behind them. They got the loser leftist teachers in high school and in college behind them. They've got the media, uh, various parts of the media. They got Hollywood behind them. They don't have to think. All they got to do is just scream some stupid word like racist or misogyny or homophobic or Islamophobic. And everybody goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's brilliant. And that's the end of the argument. But that's why they don't dare to debate, folks. Do they have brains? Yes, but they've never used them. They've gone to mush. They've never been fully developed. It's sort of like a child who's still, they're like adults that are working with cartilage in their brain. Like It's like a three-year-old. It has never developed any muscles. They're easy to beat. They have no common sense. They have actually a very poor understanding of history, except selective history, as they so choose. But nonetheless... They seem to be in power, seem to be in control. I want to read from Katrina Pearson. Wrote an article here that says, Conservatives are in danger, and the Democrats and the media have put them there. I, I take the helped put them there. Some conservatives have put themselves where they are because they have no guts. They are too busy, too interested in being friends, to being well-liked, They'd rather please man than please God. They'd rather go along with a pile of hooey dropped by Obama than to stand up and say, look, it's time to clean up this mess. We know who made it, and I don't really care who was who offended. You've got to do what, what's right. It's right. Look, I pastored a church in California. We had, we, we had people, some that they, didn't want to, they didn't want to hurt their realtor business because I was coming out strongly in support of biblical marriage. Oh, that's going to hurt our business. Look, I don't have any use for people who are gutless on the left or on the right. Just get the gutless people out of my way. You are a waste of time. Go, go grow a pair and then let's meet. And I don't care if you're on the left. Have some guts. But don't, don't, don't display stupidity and call it guts. Okay, I want to quote from this article by Katrina Pearson. 
Here we go. CNN's Jim Acosta recently declared himself a candidate, the most out-of-touch person in the country. He said, quote, I'm very worried that the hostility whipped up by Trump and some in the conservative media will result in somebody getting hurt, end quote. Now, this happened after Acosta tweeted, supposedly being subjected to a CNN sucks chant at a Trump rally. Well, the chant was right. It was true. They do. Trump supporters and conservatives, however, are routinely harassed and attacked. The hostility whipped up by the reckless rhetoric of Democrat leaders and their collaborators in the media is largely to blame for this travesty. Look at the conservative activist Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens and the mob of liberals affiliated with Antifa while they were eating breakfast and attacked them. Just a week before, the Massachusetts woman intentionally rammed her car into another car because it had a Trump bumper sticker on it. The teenage boy who was assaulted in a restaurant for wearing a Make America Great Again hat. And I might just insert what just happened the other day at the California school. The kid wears it and the gal tax him and steals his hat and so forth. That's, then you got the you got the troop of Trump supporters attacked on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Are they doing anything? No, they're just trying to, to protect Donald Starr. Not only are the intensity and frequency of attacks against Trump supporters and conservatives rising, but Democrats apparently find the thought of their ideological opponents being hurt or killed funny. Last week, Kentucky's Democrat Secretary of State joked about last summer's neighborhood attack when a Democrat, I'm sorry, a Democrat, I misspoke, had assaulted Senator Rand Paul. How about the Democrat that shot Steve Scalise? You don't hear the Democrats. Now I'm I'm talking here. You don't hear the Democrats apologize for that. So you got Trump supporters, and I'm quoting again, that were attacked at rallies in California, violent anti-Trump protesters. For now, over two years, the Democrats' media henchmen have been spreading this message of fear, trying to convince vast swaths of Americans that Trump supporters threaten their way of life. Meanwhile, radical Democrats like Kamala Harris and Maxine Waters employ resistance rhetoric that risks further encouraging of violence against the left's political enemies. Yet, despite this, the very same witless talking heads in the mainstream media who have spent months stoking this violence now claim to be the victims. Jim Acosta's life, in my opinion, was in jeopardy that night, said April Ryan, or April Ryan told CNN host Don Lemon in reference to Acosta's experience. So this relentless anti-conservative rhetoric of the Democrat media complex is tearing our country apart, not the other way around, end quote. Now, I've got to share something here. I mean, going back to Acosta, going back to any of the media, everybody who has been relentlessly attacking Trump since the night he got elected, they're talking about impeachment, but they didn't have anything to impeach him for. But that doesn't matter. They'll make something up. This is why they are so they were so elated when they think they found something with Michael Cohen, his lawyer, uh, who is a liar, a cheat, but they don't care about liars and cheats if, if it serves their political end. That's why they didn't care about Hillary, the prostitute in the pantsuit, how much she lied because she served their political ends. They don't care about truth. They only care about their political end. They don't care about that. So Acosta and all these others that attacked conservatives, this is what I feel like I was given from above. The analogy to make the point. A cost is like somebody who hits somebody 12, 13 times with punches. This is a metaphor, folks, as would be true of any of these other leftists, 12 or 13 times. And then when the conservative finally decides they need to take a swing in self-defense, the conservative is the one that gets charged and blamed for assault and battery. See, they get to take all the swings they want. But when we defend ourselves, all of a sudden, we're the aggressors? I don't think so. I don't think that that's the way that it works. Not the way that it should work. All of the violence. You know what? 
it, all of the Trump rallies, and I don't. This even includes even the white supremacist rally in Charlottesville, which of course I don't support. But they weren't the ones that caused the problem. Antifa showed up. They brought the fight to those guys. That's true. Every place around. Were there any Trump supporters causing problems at Hillary conventions? No, but she had her leftist minions and muckrakers at the Trump rallies to cause problems. Violence is on the left. We'll be right back. Red Sky Radio is looking for the few, the proud, and the brave to sponsor portions of this program. There has never been a better time to advertise on Red Sky Radio. We've recently launched in Arizona, and the response has been outstanding. Arizona and Las Vegas need this program, and we will do everything we can to help your business grow in a rapidly expanding market of incredibly loyal listeners. So if you're in Las Vegas or the greater Phoenix area, contact us at info at redskyradio.net and find out what Red Sky Radio can do for your business. We are back. This is Rob Walter with Red Sky Radio. Okay, you think I'm being hard on the left? I'm not done yet. It's time the right fights back. It, we don't have to just continuously be kicked in the teeth and take it from these yin-yangs without putting up a defense of our own. Look, I'm not looking for a fight, but I'm not ready to run from one. You take Kathy Griffin, the bloody head Trump thing that she did, the Samantha B with all the profanity. Everybody that uses the F word is on the left because profanity is the effort by a small mind to express itself forcibly, right? Just continue on. The guy, I mean, the violence is all on the left. Just take this from just the other day. David Cross, a left-wing loser of a comedian, He's jokes. He's, he's telling jokes about beating Trump to a bloody pulp. And then in his routine, he went, goes on to talk about urinating and defecating on Trump. You see, the, the left is fundamentally morally reprehensible. I mean, if they support the execution of 60 million innocent unborn children in the womb, what is this kind of violence? And you know what concerns me here? Trump spoke just the other day. And I'm not here to justify anything and everything Donald Trump says. By no means. When he says something wrong, does something stupid, I'll call him out. But he's doing what he said he's doing. He just He's now cut a new deal with Mexico on a trade thing. Just exactly what he said he would do. And you know what is bothering uh, certain um, many whites in positions of power and a number of blacks whose job is primarily to keep other blacks in line. There's a lot of minorities that are coming to Trump because he has lived up to his promises and they're working again and they're working at pretty doggone good jobs. I mean, since when has a white Republican had 39% support from the black community? Not in my lifetime. Not in my I go all the way back to Gold, Barry Goldwater. Didn't happen then. Hasn't happened since. Why? Because he's a man's man. Yeah, he gets he gets carried away with stuff. He's got a short fuse. He's thin-skinned on some things. I understand that. So is Barack Obama. Obama just held it in better. Just as thin-skinned, I might add. But he's actually doing what he said he would do. Now, here's my concern. And I fully fully ditto Trump on this on his comment when he spoke to a group of evangelical leaders this last week. He said, if we don't retain the House of Representatives, you will not you have not seen the violence of the left. Because here's what's going to happen, and I have predicted this myself. You cannot let the left come back into power. If you do 
It's like letting a dog that you're holding by the ears who's really ticked off at you and barking ferociously. It's sort of like letting them down to the ground. Now you've given them the ability to bite your ankle off. You're bite you in the ankle. You let her, you put them in a position of freedom. They're going to go at you. And the left is going to, if they win these midterm elections, they are going to feel that that victory is the moral justification for ramping up even further what they have been doing. In fact, they will see that what they have been doing is the reason they won, and that's the reason to do more of it. More Antifa crapola. More Black Lives Matter crapola. More just left-wing non-thinking crapola. And more disruption, more threats, more F-bombs from anybody and everybody on the left because that's one of their eight words in their vocabulary. They will feel morally justified, folks. Mark my words to bury us. Thinking if if all the stuff we did, all the problems we caused, all the violence we instigated, all the division that we launched in the media did that, guess what? We need to do more of it. You hang on. The left, Democrats, the left wing, and especially the left wing Democrats. I mean, there is really not a conservative Democrat. There's not a. There's not a. Um, moderate Democrat. That's an oxymoron. They're one of the reasons you need to be able to carry a concealed weapon. Why? Because if they're in charge, you won't have an ability to defend yourself any other way. Goodness sakes, no. I mean, take Arizona, the Gabby Giffords thing. Well, that was a Democrat rally. There's no, There were no concealed carrier carrying people there to take out, what was his name, Jared, uh, what's his face, Loeffner, I guess his name who I understand who actually have been a Democrat. No, you don't, won't be able to protect yourself any more than you could protect yourself in downtown London against some runaway Muslims that are stabbing everybody. Like they did the other day. No, I'm sorry, that was Germany. That doesn't really matter which country you pick. I guess it was Germany where they stabbed a bunch, uh, stabbed some people, and they won't release the names, although one was a Syrian immigrant, the other one was a Iraqi immigrant who pulled out the knives and just started slashing away. You see, if Islam is starting to dictate the policies of wherever you live, if Democrats start to dictate the policies of where you live, keep in mind, if you are a conservative, if you're a Christian, if you believe in our Constitution, you're in danger. It's the reason you need to pack. It's the, need, it's the reason every woman out there ought to have a concealed carry permit and just have some 38 in her purse because if somebody tries to mess with her, that's the equalizer, folks. You see, Democrats are actually against women. And, here, and I make this comment when I have the opportunity to off the radio. Democrats hate women because if they loved women, they would give women the ability to carry in California and other states and, and, and provide them with the ability to hold their own against a large male who is attacking them to kill them, to rape them, or to rob them, or all three. Rape, then kill, I guess then rob would be the order, given the physical requirements of each crime. Right? So, they better carry. See, a gun's a great equalizer. And somebody who does not support concealed carry ultimately hates women. They hate, apparently, or they're just ridiculously ignorant because they do not, apparently, support the woman having an opportunity to deal with a superior physical force who nine times out of ten is physically stronger, nine times out of ten is faster. Look, folks, there's a reason women aren't raping men. There's a reason men rape women. It goes that way. Who's got the physical prowess? So you're going to strip a woman of the right to defend herself? Do you really hate your wife, your daughter, your grandma, your granddaughters that much that you would not let them defend themselves against some wacko Islamists who are apparently really into rape. Rape is up every place where there's high mixes of Muslims and non-Muslims. They, they want it, they take it. 
That's what Sweden's learning. That's what Norway's learning. That's what Minneapolis is learning. It's the way it is. So if you want to really support women's rights, support the right of a woman to defend herself. Now, some of you are saying, look, all you need is some pepper spray. Or you need some mace. You don't have to blow the guy's brains out. You want to bet? Try pepper spray on three guys who plan to rape you. Try mace on a, a bunch of hoods or whatever they are. Two guys, one on your left and one out of your right, on your right. If, if you want to take the mace and the pepper spray, fine. It's better than nothing. But if you think that's going to give you the defense that you need when you're attacked, even against one male, he's got to do is hold a, hold that hand over his mouth and then kick the can out of your hand now you're toast you pull one out of pull something out of your purse or you leave it right into your purse you tell you just shoot right through your purse look i'm not encouraging people to kill other people but i'm saying the law gives you the right when you are in imminent fear of serious bodily harm or death to use lethal force to defend yourself you don't have to wait until you are raped or your face is kicked in before you can use it. And to deny women that right in California is uh, actually, you know, you want to know sexist? The Democrats in California are sexist. Okay, I think I spent too much time on that. I got to get off that because we got so much other to, else to cover. Other than I wanted to just take you one through one example of incredible hypocrisy on the left. Before the election, I was in a Trader Joe's. I had a Donald Trump T-shirt on. I was facing the checkout at the, at the counter. A lady comes up behind me who's not really behind me. She's off my left shoulder, okay, because I'm at the counter facing the clerk. Got the picture? She comes up to me, and she said, she said, is this the shortest line? Well, I guess, you know, the shortest line would be a line where nobody's in it, but I'm in it, and I'm checking out my two items or whatever it is. I don't ever buy more than three things at a store. And that's my point. So she said, is this the shortest line? And I said, ma'am, you don't want the shortest line. You want the quickest line. And she gave me this kind of funny look. She said, I don't understand what you mean. Well, here's what I mean. You look down, look at all these other, the other clerks at the other, uh, the other checkouts here. And, Take a look at who's in those lines. You don't want the line that's the shortest. You want the line that has disproportionately the most men. That's the quickest line. The shortest line, you could have one woman with 8,000 things in the thing and a line with five guys, and, and one's got a bottle of wine, another one's got a chicken, another one's got a candy bar and something else. I mean, they're, they're coming up with ones and twos of items, and they're through there. Bada-bing, bada-boom, they're out. I said, look, I, look I, I love the fact, and I told her this, I love the fact that women do the bulk of the shopping. You do a great job at it. Don't, and if you want us to pick up 50 items, you've got to give us a list. We just don't work well that way. Most men don't. We come in, we shoot it, we bag it, we drag it out. That's our MO, okay? And, I was, and she looked at me, and she said, oh, my gosh. And then she looked at the other checkouts, and there's a guy over there with one chicken. And then there's another guy, just in another line, with, a, with, with a, a bottle of wine and a loaf of bread. She said, you are right. This is incredibly amazing. This is an epiphany. This is a pearl of wisdom. She went on, on and on to where I was rather feeling somewhat embarrassed. But this was a nugget for her. She said, would you mind if I shook your hand? And I said, no, I'd be happy to shake your hand. So now I turned and faced her. And she saw my Trump shirt, and she withdrew her hand. She couldn't shake my hand because this nugget of wisdom, this thing which is the biggest revelation in the last 20 years in this woman's life, came from a Trump supporter because she buys in, she's part of the left mentality that anything and everything from anybody who would align with Donald Trump is evil, wicked, stupid, what have you. Well, you know what? That's pretty much what I'm saying about them. But I wouldn't withdraw my hand. I wouldn't 
re- I wouldn't remove myself from common courtesies of other people. But that's the left. That's the hypocrisy. Now, this woman will not go around telling other people what I shared with her. Or if she does, she will never give me credit for it. She will never say, gee, you know what? A Trump supporter gave me one of the gave me an insight to something the likes of which I have never had. Listen to this. You won't hear it. The Democrats, the left, are hypocrites. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Rob Waller, and I want you to know that we have officially moved our real estate services to Arizona. We focus on helping people with the sale or purchase of their commercial or an investment real estate. And in addition, I bring 30 years of my California legal and tax experience to the table to help support those new clients with the intricacies of buying and selling of their commercial and investment real estate. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. You will not find us on Facebook. No, not now, not ever. Contact me, Rob Walter, at info at redskyradio.net. We are back. This is Rob Walter with our last segment of Red Sky Radio of this week. I promised you a story dealing here with the Pope, Joe Paterno, and Urban Meyer. And here it is. I've got to move fast. I spent too long on this other stuff. I am very distraught over the way by which these stories and these situations have developed. Let me just start. Most of you know the Joe Paterno story. The Penn State coach, great coach, he's deceased, long history, but he had a lousy assistant who was a child predator by the name of Jerry Sandusky, who is now in prison. There was some thought, varying degrees of evidence. Uh, I don't know that anybody really knows for sure because Joe Paterno is now dead. The need to pursue him is sort of stopped. How much he knew about Jerry Sandusky and his proclivity to sodomizing boys. Well, he lost a bunch of stuff. There was a statue taken down. I think they stripped him of a national championship uh, because it was unimaginable. And I would agree Jerry Sandusky belongs in prison. If Joe Paterno knew that his coach was doing that, yeah, he needed to be removed and all of that. I think some of the evidence was a little bit compromised. I don't think we have a certainty on that. But anyway, he's out. He was out, right? He was done, statued down championship removed now move on to urban meyer the coach of ohio state now i've i i've never been an urban meyer fan when he was down in florida i don't care where he is i just sort of don't like the guy but that's beside the point here so he's got an assistant coach can't think of the guy's name who supposedly is participating in uh wife beating some level of domestic abuse supposedly urban meyer knows about it and doesn't get involved to the point of either reprimanding the coach or dismissing the coach. So he ends up with a three-week suspension at Ohio State because no matter how bad it was, Ohio State ultimately probably cares more about their football legacy than justice in this case. Hey, that's just the way of football. That's kind of because he's already a legend. Now let's move on to the Pope. There's a rot and folks, now let me just say right now, this is not an anti-Catholic thing. But if you don't remove this Pope, everybody should be uncatholicized and anti-Catholic. If you don't remove this Pope. As Katie Grimes, a great writer, Katie, thank you for some things I'm going to share in this piece. What she said, there is a rot that is unraveling in the Catholic Church. Because Pope Francis, and I quit calling him Pope. I got, you know, there's one thing to respect the person, another thing to respect the office. But if you don't respect the office, and I don't think there's really any legitimate role for the office of Pope. Look, he's not the big kahuna. He's not the Taj Mahal of all of all uh, Christendom by any means. Who knows if he's even a Christian? Who knows? Based on what he said, it's pretty hard to tell sometimes. 
And so I don't have any respect for the office, but I certainly don't have any respect for the guy. That's why I sometimes call him Pooh Francis. He just kind of goes around, drops piles, piles of hooey, because he refuses to really address this rot. He is no leader at all. Good priests, quoting Katie Grimes, and bishops have tried to expose this rot. They have been cast aside, accused of mental instability. For Pope Francis in 2015, in an encyclical, very powerfully and emotionally attacked Western nations for excessive consumption, which he then says is causing global warming. He goes on and and he said, and remember when Pope Francis blasted, quote, the perverse attitudes of climate change deniers, end quote. So So Pope Francis is out there blasting as being perverted those who deny something that is not an established fact. Is the climate warming? Maybe. Well, we've had warm-ups in the past. We've had cool-downs. Trust me, God can give us a rapid cool-down if he wants to shut the mouths of these, uh, of these losers. And the, this pope is a loser. But when he blasts the perverse attitudes of climate change deniers, he sounds more like Gavin Newsom or Jerry Brown. But he doesn't have the guts, this pope doesn't have the cojones to address the rot in his own church by covering up for those individuals who have been sodomizing little boys forever. Now this unfolded in Pennsylvania. There's over a thousand boys that have been sodomized by what? Up to 300 priests? And the one that he's trying to apparently, I mean it took him forever to come out and actually say something against Cardinal Theodore McCarrick who was actually sidelined by the previous pope, and then this pope lets him out, lets him out of the husgau, the, the what, theocratic husgau, if you will, inside the Catholic Church. I want to just, I got to read this to you. Katie Grimes says here, Pope Francis' tactics are right out of the Communist Manifesto. His recent letter to Roman Catholics around the world condemning sexual abuse by the church officials and efforts to hide it was milquetoast compared to the passion he shows for climate change. As one priest recently explained, many people still don't understand just how evil the active homosexual or homosexual activist priests and bishops are. They cannot possibly grasp the hell of... KKXX Paradise K280GL Chico and K280 Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump's White House counsel will be leaving the administration this fall. The president tweeted that Don McCann will be departing after the Senate confirmation vote for Judge Brett Kavanaugh to serve on the Supreme Court. He praised his top White House lawyer, saying he has worked with Don for a long time and truly appreciates his service. McCann has played a major role in the president's overhaul of the federal judiciary with conservative judges and he played a prominent role in the selection of Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch and the president's nomination of Kavanaugh. Greg Clugston, Washington. Arizona's U.S. Senate primary on Tuesday was heated, but nothing like what happened back in 2010 when Congressman J.D. Hayworth mounted a conservative challenge to incumbent John McCain. As part of our week-long special series dedicated to McCain, Hayward, who was defeated in that Senate race, Today remembers the man who beat him in that contest. History will remember me as a, as an opponent of John McCain. We all have uh, those things which uh, can be lauded and those things which can be criticized. And I would ask people to remember his tenacity because admiration does not necessarily confer agreement. But I believe we should be of one accord uh, that John McCain occupied and his memory and legacy will occupy uh, several pages within the metaphorical book of American history. Tomorrow we'll hear from two Arizona Republicans who worked alongside John McCain in the U.S. Senate. 
Former Philadelphia Eagle, now Cleveland Browns linebacker Michael Kendricks has been charged with using insider trading tips from an acquaintance to make about $1.2 million in illegal profits on four major trading deals. On Wall Street, the Dow by 60 points, the Nasdaq rose 79, the S&P advanced 16, oil up 98 cents to 69.51 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 